Hey guys, it's Anthony Bandiero here, attorney and senior legal instructor with Blue to Go Law Enforcement Training, bringing you the roadside chat from the studio. Got an excellent question from an officer uh, from Florida, right? The great state of Florida. So I'm going to call this uh, chat, how do you handle misdemeanor crimes that are not committed in your presence? That's what I want to call this, right? And so to give you away some context before I give you the scenario, Many states, not all, but many states have a misdemeanor restriction that you can you cannot make an arrest for a misdemeanor that was not committed in your presence. Now, all of those states that have this restriction also have some rules that have exceptions. So, for example, uh, DUI not committed in your presence. Um, domestic violence not committing your presence. You can still arrest on those, even though they're misdemeanors. But they still have this common law rule that if, if you didn't see it with your own senses, then you have to go another route. So I want to give some cops some tools to use to, uh, to address those situations that come up frequently, right? So before I dive in with those tools, let me give you the scenario. I got my computer up in front of me, so I'm going to read a little bit. So officers get a call that uh, the victim had her, her purse stolen. They arrive 30 minutes later. Now, they have a, a suspect description. They see the suspect, you know, a few blocks from the, the, the place where this, the purse got stolen. Now, this purse wasn't, a, this is not a strong arm robbery. This was simply, um, the lady was on her phone. She's not She's not paying attention. She's an outside cafe. And the guy just comes up and grabs the purse and, and, and leaves, right? So uh, then she realizes her purse is gone. So not a strong arm robbery, a theft. Now in Florida, the a, a felony, I think it's, it, is it a felony? Uh, yes, a felony is $750 or more in value. The victim says the purse is worth about 450, not a lot of contents that are worth anything inside the purse. So she's claiming a loss of approximately $450. So we're in the misdemeanor level. Now, they also have video of him, um, you know, behind some bushes They uh, at a school. They go behind the bushes. They find the, the, the contents of the, they find the purse and so forth. And here's where we're at. You know, can we make the arrest or not? And if we can't make the arrest, what are we supposed to do? Okay, well... Let's, uh, let's address a few things. I think you'll find this interesting. Number one, this question comes up a lot. Can the video of him stealing, let's say we have a, him on video stealing the purse. We got him detained. Cops at the cafe see a video of him stealing the purse. Can, does that count as committed in your presence? And the answer is no. In order to be counted as committed in your presence, you have to use some of your God-given senses hearing, sight, smell, and so forth, that can count as in your presence. But watching a video doesn't count. Now, watching a live video does count, right? Makes sense. You're watching the guy commit a crime on, let's say, a, a closed caption television. He's stealing stuff, and you're watching with your own eyes. That is committed within your presence. Makes sense? So we do not have that satisfied here. Therefore, this arrest, if we did arrest him, would violate Florida state statute. Now, it does not violate the Constitution. 
I'm just letting you guys know that it does not violate the Constitution. It violates the law. And what the consequence of that is, it, I don't know. It, it depends on your uh, Supreme Court in your state. Some Supreme Courts, um, like, like California, if this happened in California, even though they have the same in your presence requirement, they would not suppress evidence. But other states may. Okay. So what are you supposed to do here? Well, the main thing is to cite him. Well, you know, this is only about the arrest. The committing your presence is only dealing with bringing him before a magistrate. This does not prevent you from citing this person and releasing them. So getting their name, getting their ID. If they don't want to give you their ID, you can arrest them under your appropriate state law for failing to identify when you have probable cause or even you know, and so forth. But Anthony, what about the evidence? What if we got him on video stuffing uh, this lady's stuff in his pockets? And now, you know, we don't have a crime of violence, so you know we don't do a pat down necessarily. He's being cooperative. He's he's in handcuffs, for example. Uh, you know, I don't feel comfortable patting him down because he's not armed and dangerous. But what about that stuff that I know is in his pockets? And I say, if if it was me, get it. Why? Because you have exigency, right? Um, I've never seen a case that has held that if you have probable cause that they they have possession of property on their person that you have to arrest them and bring them to jail to another recover the property. You can recover it on scene because you have exigency. You don't have time to go get a warrant when you know and you have probable cause that they have stuff in their pockets that is evidence. So that's what I would do. I would re recover the evidence and I would cite and release him. And that's what I would do. Now, uh, another option, which the officer actually brings up is getting a warrant for the guy on scene. So Florida has a, um, you know, has a, uh, a law that allows the state's attorney to issue an arrest warrant based off of the verbal um, probable cause that the cop gives over the phone and so forth. Um, I've also, Utah can get warrants from their cars. So that's another thing, get, get judicial approval, right? It may take a long time, but that's just the way Florida has it worked out. So if you want to arrest him, go get the warrant on scene if you can. If not, then you got to go to the, you know, then you have more limited options, but that's kind of where we're at on this. All right. And then a little zinger on this one is that at the end of the day, the victim doesn't even want to press charges because she ended up getting her purse back. Cause again, it was found behind some bushes at a school. So at that point I'm kicking him loose, right? If she doesn't want to be a victim and cooperate. Then um, the case is weak at best. She's probably not going to show up to court. I hope that helps. Okay. So to recap, Many states have the committee in your officer's presence to make the arrest. That means you're using your God-given senses. Watching a past video doesn't count. Watching a live video does. If you have probable cause that they have evidence on their person, you're going to be able to recover the evidence in the vast majority of states. I've not seen where you can't, especially on these circumstances. Recover the evidence. Cite and release him. If you're really looking for an arrest, you're going to have to go the warrant route. Does that help? Hope it does. Guys, thank you for joining me. Three things, right? Please don't forget. Hit like or, or comment. That lets YouTube know I'm doing a good job. Hit subscribe and share with your friends. All right? Let's spread the word and get officers trained on search and seizure with these little, uh, you know, five, six-minute videos. All right, guys? Until next time, stay safe.
When it comes to law enforcement training, we are the gold standard. Visit bluetogold.com or call 888-579-7796 to learn more about our training, books, and free webinars. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this channel.